up. Been thinking about McDonald's all day. Can't get it off my mind. I can already taste it. Ooh, got my mind on my mouth and my mouth ready for some Mickey D's deal. There's a deal for every moment at McDonald's. Right now, get two of your favorites for just $3.50. Mix and match a classic McChicken, a hot and spicy McChicken, or a juicy McDouble. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with combo meal. Single item at regular price. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. From ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one whip. It's off the hard. I'm the neighborhood pusher. Call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that, Jack. On the off the track, I'm heavy, cuz. Ball to your fathers, you can duck to the Fetty Gov. Sorry, my love, but I'm seeing through these eyes. Benz convoys with the wagon on the side. Only big boys keep deuces on the ride. Gucci Chuck Taylor with the wagon on the side. Man, I make a buck while I scram. I'm trying to show y'all who the fuck I am. The Jews is flirting. Be damned if I'm hurting. Legend in two games like my Pee Wee Kirkman. Come on in there, Sam. There, there we go. go. All right. What's up? Side shitty. What? <laughs> People down the whole 305 South Florida region, you're tuning in to the Friday edition of the Sports Grind. Cowan Casey. Yes, sir. Sam's for the one and twos. Your number is 736-9760. This first segment of the day is going to be presented by Tiger Sanitation. Tiger Sanitation, if you're looking for a job, they're always hiring. Tiger Sanitation does a lot of great things for the community and surrounding areas. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the sports crowd. All right, 736-976, you know the rules. Um, If it's anything that we're discussing on today's show that you want to weigh in and give your opinion on, feel free to do that. We just ask you to be patient during the breaks and during the segments, and we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. And anything that we discussed on yesterday that you were either left on hold or you didn't get a chance to get through, you can parlay that over to today as well, too. What's up, man? I'm in the building, baby. Let's get it. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. What's up, Sam? He's answering the phone. I'm like getting in early. All right. Okay. All right. Sam's ready to go. He's answering the phone. Oh, okay. All right. So let's see. So today we've got quite a bit to get to. We're going to be joined actually by uh, John from Sharpside today in the second, at top of the second hour. She's going to rotate. So we'll be joined uh, by John instead of James today. We'll talk about some uh, futures already, what he sees in regards to prop bets and future bets at the. Uh, Super Bowl and what other trends are going on in other sports. So we'll have him at the top of the hour as usual. Um, also, uh, there's other uh, NFL news uh, that's continued to going on, but the main news is still surrounding around Deshaun Watson. We'll talk about that uh, more. Um, also, what else we got? We've got to talk about our uh, Tiger, um, my Tiger question that I had. Uh, in regards to that, is kind of you know parallel to the whole Tom Brady compared to what he could accomplish Sunday compared to his first one with the Rams. <clears throat> so we've been trying to get to that for the last couple of days. Um, also, what else we got? NBA basketball rolling on. Um, your Spurs are in action again over the weekend and tonight. Um, Maybe they uh, got back-to-back. Who do they have tonight again? Denver tonight, Denver tonight. Memphis tomorrow. Denver red-hot nuggets. 
are in town. Another uh, good to test. To the, uh, the Spurs. Uh, we had action last night. The Lakers fall. Anthony Davis didn't play, but they lose back-to-back for the first time. And I guess since Anthony Davis didn't join. That was their first uh, road loss this year as well. Hmm. And they have the number one overall rated defense, so they were pretty upset last night with their defense. I wasn't even paying attention to stats because it's so early, but – yeah, they got the number one rated defense, so they take pride in that over there. So they were pretty upset about last night. Yeah, so also last night action, uh, uh, Portland still trashed. They blew a 20-point lead. Portland still what? Trash. I see your, your Alabama gear came in. Well, you know, I'm on the uh, oh, I'm you're on, on the, the committee? special, um, you know, Type of slash media fan club. So anything that comes out after I'll take a picture that send that to my cigar group. Yeah. So what are you on now? What's this committee called? Let me see that shirt. It's a secret society, man. Can't tell you everything. Uh-oh. Oh, it has the undefeated. It has all the victims on the back. Oh. You know. Okay. Uh, so there's always one that doesn't even come out of the package. I kind of collect. Them. I only skipped one. Um, uh, only didn't get stuff one year that they uh, went through. But yeah. Um, anyway, so we've got that. Yeah, I said Portland. They blew a 20-point lead uh, against the Rockets. You know, the Rockets have been playing better. Uh, now it seems like they're having more fun going to the office every day uh, since the James Harden uh, trade. Uh, you know, I heard Victor D- D- Oladipo last night on the TNT, and he was just saying that, you know, there's a lot of guys, if you look at that roster, there's a lot of guys that have a lot to prove, uh, chips on their shoulder, you know, per se. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, guys like himself, uh, Boogie Cousins, you know, John Wall, you know. Of course, the great story of the guy that was left for dead by his girlfriend on draft day. Uh, been everybody hoping. loves him. I've, so. I've had some Rocket fans say, you know, it's going to be an uphill battle, but they're happy with where they are. Maybe... Maybe it'll be the same for the Texan fans. Like, hey, you know, we love James Harden. We love Deshaun Watson, but they want to be here. You think J.J. Watt's next? Um, it's going to – well, the Texas fans – the Rockets fan, yes. Texas, Texas fans, that's going to hurt. <laughs> that's going to sting. I mean, I don't care what they get in the ransom back or whatever because whatever they get in picks or whatever, it's going to be commodities that's going to have to still prove themselves unlike uh, what we already know what we're getting with Deshaun uh, Watson. So uh, that's my that's my take on that. And then basketball wise, uh, Sam's Dallas Mavericks are uh, <laughs> look he are, look he Sam's, cringes now when you say Sam's that. Sam's Dallas Mavericks are on a back to back game with Utah. They got blown out the door, and then they got Utah tonight. And you know what? The one thing about the Mavericks is they're they're off to a slower start than I anticipated, and their bench they're having trouble. Uh, getting production off the bench. I'm telling they, you, I don't know why they let Seth walk. I thought that was, I thought he was a perfect fit over there. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was a money situation. Who knows? But it looks like they're gonna have to do. They're gonna have to make a move before the deadline. Yeah, they're they're coming. Yeah, they it's, so. it's for me. It's weird. And don't get me don't get me wrong. It's not a knock on Luca, but since Luca got there. They are not a very good defensive team at all. Like everyone's scrambling because he's so bad on defense, and that's weird to see under Carlisle. Hmm. Carlisle hmm. normally preaches defense, but and then you can do when your best player is awful on defense. I think eventually he'll he'll take it personal. He'll maybe put, put Avery Johnson on the staff. He's the one that changed that. 
He's doing play-by-play right now for college basketball. Really? I throw him on some of the smaller games. Yeah, he was on last night. I forgot who he was commentating. It was some small matchup last night. Pac-12, I think it was, or Mountain West, one of those. Uh, but, yeah, there's a lot to get to. Andy Reid uh, actually finally speaks out on Eric B., I'm interested to hear what he has to say. Yeah, now that he got a job, like, oh, he ain't got a job? Oh, man, I wish Eric would get a job. Yeah, there's something wrong with that. I was saying that. He's Andy like, I'm happy to still have him, but I'm also upset he didn't get a job. And you got to think, speaking of that, like if you, you know, no disrespect uh, to the coach that Texans hired. but put Mr. This Cooley. In, Mr. Cooley. Cully. 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 Mr. Cully. Okay, Mr. Cully. Don't Think disrespect this, this brother. But, but hold on. But keep this. Let's keep. I'm gonna keep it real though. Keep it real. The Texans fired Bill O'Brien in like week four. First coach gone. Texans fired, fired Bill O'Brien, and they were the last okay. team to hire a coach. They had all this time. Okay, and keep in mind the candidates before. I mean, they interviewed Leslie Frazier. They interviewed, if I'm not mistaken, Caldwell, I think, or they interviewed another minority candidate. But you had more time than anybody else out of all the teams. You're the first one to hire your fire your coach. And like Rudy alluded, you're the last one, and then you select a guy. I mean, this guy might be good. His credentials look okay. But this was his first. He's been in the game since the mid-'90s. Harbaugh has spoke highly of him, but this was his first interview. This was his first interview, and he's coming in at 67, I think it is. 65. 65. You know what this feels like to me? It feels like Dave Campo. It feels like Dave. Remember when the Cowboys hired Dave Campo? And I'm not, again, no disrespect to the brother. I'm happy for him. Opportunity is opportunity. You take it. But to me, it feels like when the Cowboys hired Dave Campo. But wasn't Dave Campo at least on the staff as a D coordinator before they But this guy is the assistant head coach. He was assistant head coach for Harbaugh. Yeah, he had some okay. other duties, but he was assistant head coach. Well, no, I thought Campo was special teams, wasn't he? Sam, what know, was but Campo? He was on the staff, I think. I think he was on the. I think staff. he was secondary coach. Oh, okay, coach, come but on. He was on the staff. All I'm telling you, man, is that it doesn't look. And then I'm hearing rumors that uh, Lovey Smith could possibly be the defensive coordinator. Uh, I've heard that put out there. <laughs> I'm like, man, the Texans, y- y'all can. I mean. Y'all, they trying to say what they trying to do. The GM that came out, he's young, but I mean, this is his first gig. But he has to come out today and say, "Hey, we have no intentions of trading Deshaun. We want to talk to him. This and this." Which Adam, um, what did, Adam, what did teachers pet say? Adam actually said, "Call this." He just said, "Hey, I'll let y'all know this is the deal." He's like, "But the Texans aren't there yet. Like they're not there yet, willing to accept that they've got to move." Uh, you know, Deshaun Watson. I wouldn't, even which, if I was going to move him, I'm going to tell you I'm not. I got to keep the price right. high. No, they're trying right. to drive it out high. This is going to be, uh, this is going to be a King's ransom, man. This is going to be, and I think that pretty much what you're seeing having going on with the quarterback situation and the way GMs are acting and the way they're going to act this offseason is similarities of, um, anybody ever seen, um, you know, it's kind of similarities to the housing crash in 08. In reference to the mm. oh, the Big Short, y'all ever seen that movie, The Big Short? I never saw the it's Big Short. Assemble, it's kind of resembling. It's kind of a little bit about you know the GameStop situation. It's a panic, like like to me, it's the quarterback situation could be sitting on this big bubble, getting ready to burst. Meaning that you have a lot of GMs and a lot of owners that are 
I don't know if the panic words in, but there's a lot that's going to drive up the cost of these quarterbacks. I mean, because we we're focusing on Deshaun Watson, but Matthews available. There's a good chance that either Jalen Hurts or either Carson Wentz is going to be available. Ooh. There's a good chance that basically Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be available. Jared Goff, there's I'm going to stick good, to that. There's a good chance that Jared Goff. Sam so Darnold. There's going to be a bubble that burst in this whole quarterback situation in regards to do you get in the game, do you sit by the side, because it's going to be a high price. Because, I mean, it's I mean, Deshaun's going to take a, 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 a haul – Matthew Stafford falls in line, and then you got to think Deshaun Watson is the trickle down effect. You know what happens if Matthew Stafford gets done before Deshaun? You know it's the situation, and you know from everything I'm hearing is that you know what Dallas, the Cowboys might have to look at Matthew Stafford. They might have to at least look at it Who? because Matthew Cow- Stafford. Did because you say the Cowboys for cap reasons? Because at the end of the day, for salary cap reasons, and regardless, he was going to come cheaper than what it's going to be. Dak. I'm not saying they're going to do it, but make no mistake about it. They're going to ask about it. They're going to inquire about it because that could save even with the friend. Even if they make them on a franchise tag or they give them a long term deal, Matthew Stafford's going to save you some money on the cap. If you're the Cowboy, you can take that money and go all the way. I'm not saying that's the way, but I'm just telling you from everything I'm hearing, there's the influx of panic at the GM in the front office with all these quarterbacks that could come available this offseason, effective of April. 736-9760. We get back. We'll get to Santos' phone call. You listen to the Sports Crown. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by Double Days Pizza. Keep in mind, their newest location to San Antonio is right out located in Alamo Ranch. And they still have their Leon Spring location. That is Double Days Pizza, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. All right, before we go on, let's go to the phones. We didn't get them in yesterday. Let's go to Santos. Santos, you're on the sports grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, Santos? Hey, guys. Thank y'all for taking my call. No problem. Thank y'all for everything y'all do. And uh, thank you. Happy Flex Friday. Hope y'all can go out there and flex on something or on somebody, whatever it is, whatever. But, um, man, NFL free agency this upcoming summer is going to be blockbuster. I think we really need to pay attention to the Pro Bowl this weekend because that's where all these players are going to be, good, be out at this weekend anyway. So I think these guys are going to talk and get amongst each other because if you look at the free agents next year in 2021, I'm just, I got a list real quick so I can go down it. Um, there's Dak, Juju, Juju Smith, Allen Robinson, Chris Godwin, Hunter Henry, uh, Leonard Fuller, Fuller from the Texans, Richard Sherman from the Legion of Boom, Jadavian Clowney, first-round draft pick, Jonu Smith, tight end that blew up in Tennessee, and uh, A.A. Ron's little stepbrother, uh, Aaron Jones, the number probably top three fantasy football running back. So, And it's going to be wild this summer. So I hope you have those popcorn ready. And uh, I just want to hear what y'all think about those names. And thank y'all, as always, for taking my call. And, Appreciate, appreciate everything I'll do. All right, Santos. 
Uh, first of all, I don't. They're not doing the. They're not playing the Pro Bowl. I thought year. they weren't. That's yeah. what I was gonna say. I didn't think they were. Yeah, gonna I don't do think the Pro they're Bowl not. They're they're doing the selections. They've done the selections already, but they're not participating. They're not playing they're, one no, right because of COVID. No. Um, but I, I think you know there is a, some free agency names, whatever. Make no mistake about it. I mean, the quarterback position is going to be, dominate uh, the free agency and the draft. I mean, I think it's going to dominate probably in the draft early on more than what people think. Um, and I think it's going to dominate in regards to trade. But it's going to be a big bubble, though. It's either some people are going to possibly overreact, uh, give too much, too much money, too much, because that's just the one position that has a lot of GMs and them under pressure. Now, you know, speaking of that, you were talking about on the docket, Deshaun Watson. Yeah, yeah I was looking. Mm-hmm. I was like, um, reports are that half the league – is going to take a look at them. So if I say half the league, then that means yeah. there's some teams that actually have a quarterback that are still interested in Mr. Watson's mm-hmm. Mr. Watson's services. Mm-hmm. What, what are you patting yourself on the back for? I'm confused. Both of you gentlemen here yesterday. No, he, Sam only said Dak. Sam was like, there's not that much discrepancy. Don't put Sam the in the same boat is, as me. You came in here blazing yesterday. No, about don't like, put oh, Sam in the same boat like as me. Like I said, man, about, and even Adam said yesterday, he goes, you've got, it's safe to say that you got, you really only have Seattle, the Kansas City Chiefs. No, no, no. Let's do it. Let's go you down. You only let's have let, the Kansas let, City Chiefs. The Seattle Seahawks, the Baltimore oh, Ravens. Hold up, hold up. We're gonna let's let's do this. We'll start in the AFC East, okay? Buffalo, we're, they're good. Yeah, I was okay. gonna make it easy for you. No, there's Dolphins. Yes. Everybody except four or five teams are gonna acquire about Deshaun Watson. Pittsburgh. They're, they're, Pittsburgh too. Not Cincy. What about Cincy and Cleveland? No, right. Cleveland never did it. There was some rumor because I didn't hear it, but I suppose Baker Mayfield took accession to it because somebody, people in Cleveland, looking at, hey, do we need to figure out this and, and that? And we're not going to, we're going to, we're not going to do his division. That's not going to happen, right? I hope not. I can't okay. trust the Texans though. You never know what so, they ask. Raiders, Chargers, not the Chargers because he's no. Herbert's better no. than him. No. So Raiders, yeah. Broncos, of course. Watch. What about the Giants? Yes. Even though they have Daniel Jones, yes. they'll inquire. Philly? Yeah. Wow. Green Bay? That depends. That depends on what they feel about Aaron Rodgers or not. But if you would say probably, I would put them on the no list. Okay. I would put them on no. What about Minnesota and Detroit? Yes. Both? Yeah. Damn. Saints? Yes. The Falcons? Yes. The Falcons would be nice. Yeah. I don't know if he can handle Atlanta. It's not for everybody. Rams, yep. Cardinals, or they they gonna roll with Murray? I would say I, I mean I would have to say no. I would logically would automatically tell you no, but I wouldn't say hell no. I mean that's not Seattle or Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers or Tampa Bay with Tom. Like I said, there's about only about six teams I think you would sit there and say no. Wow. And there's another ones like you would put. I would put Cardinals as like well. But I think due to the fact that that was a package deal between uh, Murray and Cliff Kingsbury and, and probably the more style he wants to play, I, I wouldn't argue with anybody if you would X them out. But the point of it is, this is, this is a special brother, man. And I told y'all that this Why guy was a top brother, five 
QB, and the, you're not going to see anything. Do you understand, according to the Sports Bureau, uh, Elias Bureau, whatever you call it, um, there's only been one quarterback in history to make three consecutive Pro Bowls that's ever been traded. Mm. And do you know who that was? Three consecutive Pro Bowls and has There's only been one traded. quarterback in history that's made three consecutive Pro Bowls and got traded. Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Hey, Jen, we need to sell our home. Do you know a great agent? I do. We just sold with a local Redfin agent. It was awesome. And we paid a 1% listing fee because we bought our new home with Redfin, too. Wow, 1%. Are Redfin agents full service? Totally. Our Redfin agent did it all, and we sold for thousands more than the home next door. I'll check out Redfin today. 1% listing fee when purchasing with Redfin subject to minimums, terms, and conditions. Does not include buyer's agent commission. Learn more at redfin.com or call 844-759-7732. Donovan McNabb. No. Close, right? Pigmentation, but close. Who you Randall at? Cunningham? Close, Sam. Damn. Warren Moon. Mm. And, War- and Warren Moon, when he got traded from Houston to the Minnesota Vikings, and at that time, Warren Moon, I think, was 37. Put that in perspective. That That's the reason why you're hearing a bunch of outlandish draft picks and capital of what they would take to get Deshaun, because it's not just Deshaun on the field, man. It's his character off, and that's why I think he's going to get a pass on this. That's why I don't think – I mean, there might be some more people like you, but that's the reason why I think he can pull this off if he wants to, and he's going to get a pass because his character and what he is with his teammates. And that's – you know, GMs kill themselves on the road scouting. The college scouts, they kill themselves away from their families to find a guy like Deshaun Watson. Only one quarterback was sacked more than him this year. He was sacked 49 times. Only one quarterback was sacked more times than him. Who was it? Only one quarterback sacked more times. He was sacked 49 times. Only one quarterback was sacked more than him. Did Russell get it a lot? Russell was right there behind him. Russell sacked 47, so that was close. It was Carson yeah. Wentz. Carson Wentz. 50 times. And remember, Carson didn't even play the last two, three games. So, wow. So that offensive line was terrible. But think about the domino effect when, you, when you're talking about those teams you want me to name. Like, for example, let's just say, like, let's say, for example, with Philly. Let's say Philly decides to pick up the phone and they've got the capital, they've got whatever to trade. They wanted Deshaun Watson then that means that's a domino effect to where you got two quarterbacks that are going out now. You got Carson Wentz that's on the move, and you got Jalen Hurts is on the move. Let's say, for example, if it is hypothetically that Jerry Jones or Stephen Jones said, hey, you know what, Matthew Stafford, he's from Dallas. He won championships here, and he's going to save his money. That means that Dak's would be on, stupid. Because you know what? Let me tell and you And I'm something. not even a huge Dak guy. That wouldn't make sense to me I, with Stafford being I'll double you, digits I'll in the league. I'll tell you one thing. If I'm Detroit's GM, Dallas is the first team I'm picking up to see, hey, do you, you want Stafford for Dak and some other things? 
So, because they, so, but, but the point is, no matter who you say, that would basically sit there and that it's a big trickle down effect where you could see a quite a few quarterbacks in different uniforms this year. If he goes to Chicago, that means Trubisky's on the roof. Now he's up there. He's out. He's out there. I don't know what Nick Foles is going to do. I mean, I mean, Man. he got hurt, but I don't know if he's going to be. He go back to Disney World for all I give a damn. But, um, it's 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 a big move, and I and I understand the GM of Houston. He has to say that. But like I said to some Facebook people yesterday and on the show, you're not going to hold 50 plus guys hostage and a new rookie coach and a rookie GM and an organization hostage to play hardball so. with Deshaun Watson. And I want to add one more thing to that okay. as well too. When we get back, you listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. You said you wanted to add one more thing. Yeah, and before we do that, uh, sad news back-to-back. Let's start first. Let's do that. uh, With Cicely Tyson. Legendary oh. American actress. Wow. Broke a lot of stereotypes. Been in the game a long time. Was a very little child with seeing some of her movies. I know I saw somebody today post uh, the one with uh, Richard Pryor. That was a classic, the Busted Loose one. Oh. She's done a lot of different ones. She passed She away. lived a full life. She was in her 90s, if I'm not mistaken. Looked damn good. Looked damn good for her 90s. Yeah. And then today, just a while ago, we're finding out legendary uh, Temple Head basketball coach John Chaney's passed away at the age of 89. Um, so definitely thoughts and prayers. I'll kill you. Yeah. I shouldn't be talking about it. Like, he has much say. greater moments than that. But was that Calipari? Yes. That know. was Temple UMass, right? Yeah. Man, college no. basketball was different. And I, look, I'm not mad at these kids. Like, go do what you got to do. But that's when we follow college basketball. Uh, those were the Marcus Camby UMass days back then. Yeah. Yeah, Mark. Mm-hmm. I remember I was mad at Marcus because he went to Kashi as soon as he got to the NBA. Like, oh, yeah, UMass was giving me all kind of money. I was like, come on, dog. Yeah. Think about the brothers behind you. Like, He's like, I'll still, kill you. Yeah. I'll kill you, you son of a gun. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was classical John Chaney. John and Chaney, you- man. John Chaney, Cicely Tyson. Mm-hmm. That means only only thing that means is every time someone like that passes, that just lets me know I'm getting old. Yep. yep. When our like I say our yep. legends are dropping like flies. Yep. yep. And I forgot, man. I totally forgot. Speaking of people passing away, I forgot Hank just took the vaccine. What like three three weeks yeah, ago? I did see that. I didn't know what to make of that, but everybody I didn't make made anything. a big deal. Of I mean, it the non-vacciners a, made a big deal of it. Yeah. But. Because he had went publicly and took a picture of it and tweeted it and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um, no, but rest in peace uh, to them. And, you know, the the whole thing with the uh, the John, you're talking about the Calipari thing and and uh, Camby. That still doesn't take the cake of what Chris Weber did. Uh, 
to to Michigan, especially with I forgot my man's name. Oh yeah, that was helping out. That was terrible. That's what really caused the rift between him. You and haven't him. you haven't ever forgiven Chris Webber after no. that thirty for thirty? Not really, man. I haven't. Uh, Jalen Rose, I know. I think they've kind of squashed a little bit. I mean, you know, Juwan Howard got that job in Michigan, which he's doing a hell of a job, by the way. Michigan's a good basketball team this year. They got a good look at it. Uh, they're well, one of the better teams in the Big Ten, if not uh, the best. Huh? I also think it'd be easier to forget Chris Weber if he was better at his job of announcing. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think yeah, that also horrible. plays into the fact that I'm not going to forgive him because every time I hear him, it just he's makes horrible. me mad. Good yeah, drinking so ga- a good he's drinking horrible. game, Sam, when you are watching him, every time he says, to you kids out there, oh, yeah. take like, a shot. Yeah, like he's the voice of, uh, of wisdom. There. Yeah, he's like, to you kids out there <laughs> – but uh, I always tell this story. 2014 NBA Finals, I'm walking in behind Chris Webber, Michael Wilbon, and Grant Hill. I'm coming into the arena right behind mm-hmm. them. Where, and we're walking in, and I'm just looking at him like, damn, Wilbon's kind of tall. I'm like, wow, man, Grant Hill looks great. You know, these are the things going through my mind. And then I see Jalen Rose is walking toward us, and no – Jalen Rose is like in the stands, but he's like in arm's reach of us, and he sticks his hand out to Chris Weber, and Weber immediately wants smoke. Like, get your damn hand out of my face. You know I don't he's like, you know I don't F with you. You know I don't F with you. And Will Bond and Grant Hill are pushing him away. And Jalen's laughing. Jalen yeah. in the stands laughing, and I'm just like, oh man, let me go to Twitter. Yeah. I went straight to Twitter just like a like a sorry ass media person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always went to Kashi on Twitter. Yeah. I went straight to Kashi. Like, oh dude, I just saw altercation between. I said God. altercation. It wasn't even an altercation. Look at was, you. <laughs> wow. But yeah, dog. So at that time, this is 2014 Heat Spurs. At that time, it wasn't squashed. It may be squashed now, but no, at that, no, no, at that, that time, Chris, if Wilbon and Grant Hill weren't there, they might have won. They might have gone a couple rounds. Jalen was yeah. laughing. Jalen thought it was funny, yeah. but Chris is just screaming. I'm like, you know, I don't f with you. You know, I don't f with you. Yeah, well, Chris just mad because Jalen told the truth. You know, <laughs> that's what it is. Jalen just not too long ago, about a couple months ago, he was on the Breakfast Club and he was talking about that again. He was just saying, hey, it's different now, and that's just that's the one. That's just the. I mean, it was bad what Weber did to them. It was just messed up. Like I said, Michigan got on sanction for it. It was a lot of stuff. You know, Jalen said he just went back to Michigan for the first time when uh, Juwan Howard got the job. He said there was a yeah. He said there was a lot of you know there was a lot of ripple effects for Chris Webber doing that, what he did. So anyway, but moving on, um, the thing on Deshaun Watson too is that what's yeah, going to what be inter- what's going to be the last thing on that. What's going to be interested is that you know the GM can say what he wants to say today, but keep in mind players talk. The, like the NFL players talk, and I'm telling you right now that if the league, if if the Houston Texans, this could have damaging ramifications if the Houston Texans decide to play hardball with Deshaun Watson. There's other players looking at this, man. It, 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 like if you're if you're a free agent and you hear Deshaun Watson, a guy that pretty much they when they traded DeAndre Hopkins, he said, "Hey, I'll roll with it." All right, man. He said constantly, I love Bill O'Brien. This isn't really about Bill O'Brien. He stuck up for Bill O'Brien. So all these, this guy that has just tuck, taken the role with the punches that this organization, bad decisions after bad decisions, he's never complained. If they play hardball with Deshaun Watson, even before now, you've got free agents that's going to be free agents telling their agents, don't send me there. Don't, I don't want to go there. 
don't don't go there. So you think that's you, one of the ripples? Oh, well, for now, they, for now, for the for the quick future, they, they, for, they, for the immediate impact for right. the next year or two, yes. And if they drag this out and try to play hardball with Deshaun, and when you get to mini camps and OTAs, you can't really start finding them. You can, but that's gonna make the matters worse. So Houston's just in a tough spot with a new GM. You know, barely you know pass down ownership type of say. They're in just a bad spot and a bad situation. Seven three six nine seven six. Let's go to Mike. Mike, you're on the sports ground. You're on ticket seven sixty. What's up, Mike? Okay, you basically took the words right out of my mouth. You know, as I told you yesterday, man, I live in Houston and I I listen to your station because, uh, like I said, Houston sports station is garbage. But what what you just said a few minutes ago, the uh, Houston Texan organization, they, from what I'm understanding, they're gonna play hardball with Deshaun Watson. The guy's taking the attitude: you either play for me or you're not gonna play at all. This, this situation could be real ugly between Deshaun Watson and the uh, Houston Texans. They're not going to just let him uh, leave town um, and like he thinks he's going to be. It's not going to be that easy for um, Deshaun Watson. Uh, you can see the way that they went about the uh, coaching search and putting this man on the job who has no business coaching the Houston Texans whatsoever. There was uh, several uh, candidates that were Leslie Frazier was better than him, the enemy. Several other people was better than this guy. This guy, there's a reason why he was in the league for 27 years and never got a head coaching job. Uh, like I said, this, this situation is going to get real ugly with Deshaun Watson. He's not going to just leave Houston and, and pick out what team he wants to. It does, it's not going to work like that. And I thank you for taking my call. All right, Mike. Um, eventually it'll work like that. I mean, and I agree with kind of Rudy's thinking. It's the truth. It, the, you're, they know that this is their shot to lessen the blow a little bit. It's going to sting. I don't care what they get back, but they've got to keep that price driven up. They're not going to sit. This can have ripple effects to their reputation and trying to get other people to play for that ownership. At the end of the day, he's going to end up getting what he wants because, number one, I mean, first of all, this is the organization that gave the guy a no-trade clause anyway. So it's one of those situations that he is going to be able to choose. And, and according to Adam, he's open to a lot of different places. I mean, the, 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 the media has basically reported like, yes, Miami Dolphins, New York Jets, but he's open to other places and probably anybody anywhere plus Houston, except Houston. That's where Deshaun's at. But like I said, more than half the league's gonna be trying to get something more. Well, according to you, it's more than half. Well, you, oh, got yeah. three, you got yeah. three quarters of the league. Yeah, pretty much. Like I said, Seattle, no. Baltimore, no. Chargers, no. Green Bay, no. And Tampa Bay, no. And I might have left out one. Buffalo. And Buffalo. That's about six or seven teams only that have named. Everybody else is it's a free-for-all. Phone's ringing like a telethon. I'll take. I'll settle for Wentz or Stafford, even though Stafford's not going to happen because in division, in division, I don't think I'm going to stand 10 toes down that Watson don't want to play in Chicago. So I'll take Wentz. 736-976. You listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. This next segment is going to be presented by Mean Green Windows, where quality window replacements meets incredible affordable prices. Give them a call. The number is 210-946-9449, or you can visit them at meangreenwindows.com. And for a free estimate, just mention the Sports Grind. You'll get 15% off 
any current prom- promo pricing they have. That is Mean Green Windows, official sponsor of the Sports Grunt. Um, all right, so uh, we'll be joined by John here over the next segment here shortly uh, from Sharpside. But before we get to that, because uh, we've been trying to get to this last few days, let's talk about the Tiger Woods question. Okay. This is, correlates kind of with Tom Brady possible what he could do next Sunday uh, compared to his first one, you know, taking over Drew Bledsoe, which was a $100 million man at that time. Um, I think people have to remember the greatest show on turf, how tough the Rams were at that time as well, too. Uh, At that time, I think they were getting ready to go for a back-to-back. They just beat Tennessee, I think, prior to that. Maybe it was somewhere around there. But anyway, so Tiger Woods. um, What did you say? You said what the, was more gratifying, 97? The more impressive, the more winning. meaningful, the what more What, he won gratifying. by like 12? Yeah, 97 Masters or 2019 Masters. And I'm just going to – I'm not a person that tries to live in the, or lives in the moment. I don't forget things that I want to get to where I was at at the time, what that means, and I'm telling you. I get, you know, the whole thing being older, people written them off, people thought this and that. And maybe it was because me, I wouldn't want them to written them off. But I'd still say even if I did, it would be 97. That changed the landscape of golf in this world. They changed the course after that. They kind of they tried to tiger proof it, or whatever, because he was cheating corners and things like that. But they bought a whole race I mean, to the sport. It it, it 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 changed a lot. I don't know, Cal. I, mean, I don't know. I don't because only reason why I, I I think it's the last matches he won is because I don't even know if he thought he would ever win again. I, I would love to know his thoughts. But I'm, I'm going to guess that he would say the last one just because, you know, he lost his family, multiple back surgeries, people like Rudy J screaming through the mic, mic that these new guys have taken over. They ain't scared of him. I, I'm going to I'm going to stand. I'm going to stand my ground on this one, dog. I think it was this. Re, I think it was his most recent Masters. But the 97 one, the impact Man. The impact on it, forget a race. I mean, ev- everybody likes Tiger. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. But I get what you said about bringing a race. Yeah. So, ninety-seven. It's a great. I would love to know what he thinks, but it's it's a great debate. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with the most recent Masters. Man, it's just a lot went on, and I don't even know if he thought he was gonna win. See, that's what I think. Tiger always thought he would win again. I think he still thinks he wins again. I think it just comes down with his health. I mean, he's getting cut on his back again. I think it. It, I think he's always thought he'd win again. I think he just never knew if he would play again to be healthy enough to win. But I think if Tiger knows that he got a good heartbeat and two good feet and can walk and can swing and his back can hold up, he can still compete and win it this day. Uh, you know, and, and I'm looking for – I've kind of softened my stance on the fact of at least tying Jack. I don't know if that's going to happen. I've always said and I've always told Salama this, it would be because of health. Uh, reasons, and that's kind of what it is. But I do see him possibly getting one more before he – before he rides out to the sunset. I don't know if that's going to be a Masters. I don't know if that's a PGA. I don't know if that's a U.S. Open. Uh, but I do think he'll get one again before he, he rolls out. You know, and it, but I, I told you even after that in ni- 2019, when we came here this Monday after that Masters, I told you that the guy was on borrowed time then. And I knew he was on borrowed time. And just this this last he procedure just had another one. shows that pretty much. 736-9760. Um, now, with Tom Brady, which we'll have all week next week to break that down and look at that, but if we want to ask the same question for Tom, um, I, 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 would I, say, I think it's this. I think it would be this one because that first one, they cheated. Allegedly. 
They cheated, and he was still in game manager mode. They won that game because they shut them down defensively. He had a crucial drive there to the, toward the end. Well, no, he had to go games. down the field and put no, and Vinatieri hit it, hit the hit the game winning kick at the we'll buzzer. We'll agree on this. We'll agree on this one. I, I would think that it would be a year, a first year after being spending somewhere twenty years, a new system, no OTAs, no training camp. Group of new receivers, regardless, I feel like they're Pro Bowl receivers he's walked into. Yeah, this is this is more yeah, impressive. But the only thing is you don't have Bill for this game. And these are the games Bill thrives in. And Bill, even though the Chiefs have multiple weapons and Mahomes is a guy that doesn't mind giving the ball to who's open, he's in that category, guys. He's not going to zero in on one guy. But Bill has that uncanny ability to take away what you do best and and. Watch like Bill will be breaking down tape from Mahomes when he was in at 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 White House High School at Pee Wee football. His first year with the Chiefs, his second year with the Chiefs, his game, the game that they played against the Chiefs with Tom won. Like Bill has a different type of grind when it comes to these games. And I ain't saying Bruce Aaron's not a grinder. I think all these coaches that get to this level are grinders. But Bill's grind is different. And and even though they've lost Super Bowls. I think Tom, I think there's going to come a point throughout this two weeks, well, now it's a week, that he's going to realize, like, damn, I'm going to have to do some of this stuff on my own because Bill, he didn't have to worry about the defensive side because Bill's going to take care of it and Josh and Tom would do their thing. So it's going to be different going into this game because because this is what, like, when we used to talk about, hey, one game, and that's exactly why I went with Tom last week. It's like, you got one game, you go with Tom, but... Get running this fall at Dunkin' with $2 medium iced coffees from 2 to 6 p.m. Try any of Dunkin's delicious iced coffee, like their signature original blend. Or treat yourself to mocha, caramel, or the fall favorite, pumpkin. Always freshly brewed, made just the way you like it. Make time for happy hour and enjoy a $2 medium iced coffee from 2 to 6 p.m. Washington, D.C. runs on Dunkin'. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Exclusions apply. Hey, Jen, we need to sell our home. Do you know a great agent? I do. We just sold with a local Redfin agent. It was awesome. And we paid a 1% listing fee because we bought our new home with Redfin, too. Wow, 1%. Are Redfin agents full service? Totally. Our Redfin agent did it all, and we sold for thousands more than the home next door. I'll check out Redfin today. 1% listing fee when purchasing with Redfin subject to minimums, terms, and conditions. Does not include buyer's agent commission. Learn more at Redfin.com or call 844-759-7732. He don't have Bill by his side on this one. Well, and, and you know, he's going to be facing his nemesis, his kryptonite, by the name of Spagnola. Uh, that's defeated him oh, twice. Oh, he don't got them four. Well, he don't got the, the question. He ain't got them front four that, that, that well, Spagnola yeah, had with well, the Giants. Pierre Paul's over on Tampa side. Right. Now. But, hey, you know, if you look at it, Kansas City ranks up there. I think they got the most pressure on quarterbacks this year from different type oh. of blitz angles if you go look at the numbers. But, yeah, Spagnola's different ways on uh, facing this guy, what he's got to do. Listen to the Sports Crime Broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. A tornado flew around my room 
before you came Excuse the mess it made, it usually doesn't rain in Southern California, much like Arizona all right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by GT Bets. Get in the game. It's game time with GT Bets. If you open an account and you put the grind in the referral box, they'll match your deposit 150%. So if you deposit $200, you'll have $400 in your account. Don't forget to fill out your free team, your favorite team. You get that free half a point free. Get in the game. It's GT Bet's official sponsor of the sports grind. All right. So right now it's about that time to be joined in and check check in with the guys from Sharp Side Sports. And today we're going to be joined by John. How you doing this Friday, John? What up, John? Hey, guys. How's it going? I'm good. All right. All right, man. Good. All right. Well, we're about a week away in a couple of days uh, from the big showdown in Tampa between the Bucks and Kansas City. And, uh, you know, I know we have all next week to break down the game and next Friday. But early on, usually, especially those years that you get that bye week in between, and we have that. Um, in the gambling world, um, a lot of people, well, every year they do, but especially when that off week, a lot of people start gravitating. After you look at the line and the line's where it's at, and the where that line's at this year, I don't anticipate it moving in any much off of that three just because of the way things went last week and that. But a lot of people start talking about props and futures and, uh, you know, really the prop bet sides. And what are you kind of noticing on the, you know, total props, you know, side props, you know, passing yards or whatever, what's stand out and what trends are going on and where money's going early on? Yeah, so uh, referring to the line, Colin, or uh, Calvin, you're, mm-hmm. you're 100% right. It's opened at three and a half, immediately got that down to three. If the line moves to two and a half, you're going to see major action on Kansas City. And if the line moves back up to three and a half, you're going to see major uh, action on Tampa Bay. So I, I'm, I'm with you. I think it's going to stay put. Uh, in regards to betting the Super Bowl in, in the bye week that you're referring to, mm-hmm. this is one of those games, and there's about four events total in the year that are dictated by the public. Mm-hmm. So the masses, average shows, uh, recreational betters, so to speak, they decide where lines go. Uh, if it goes up or down, um, if it stays put, and, and what happens uh, for the days following for uh, the the game of totals as well as props. So my recommendation and what I always like to tell people is that if you're looking at an over receiving yards or over rushing or anything over on a prop bets, take it as soon as it comes out. Hmm. But if you're leaning the other way, you know, if you think a, a, a player is going to get shut down or if you think the game plan is going to be solely based around stopping uh, the pass or the rush or, or you think that there's a matchup, then wait until the day of to take that bet. So um, right now there's a couple things I like. I, I don't see either of them moving tremendously, so you could probably get value on, on a couple of these in the days going forward. First one is Travis Kelsey, anytime touchdown. It's at minus 150 right now, so you're laying a little bit of chalk. But Mm. he scored in six straight. He scored in 14 the last 17. He scored in last year's Super Bowl. And he scored in the the championship. So he's going to be a a guy that they're going to target, especially with Tyreek Hill going for 200 in the first quarter. They're going to put probably bracket coverage around Hill, I suspect, which is going to leave the middle of the field open. And they're also going to be either down a safety or not 
uh, fully healthy with Winfield um, nursing that shoulder. So that's that's my major one. I do like Tyreek Hill going over. He's just been on a roll. You know, saying is don't stop the car when it's going downhill. That's kind of what Tyreek's doing right now. But um, I kind of wanted to, to – it jumped over 91 yards. I kind of want to get – back down under that 90 mark until I bet that. You know, it's crazy you bring him up because that's what I was going to ask you yet in regards to the prop bets in the future because I'm looking at, you know, and I, I forgot when I checked it, but good value on guys in regards to the MVP. And I think, you know, when you look at, I think, I, already, I haven't even looked at it, and I tell you going in, odds, the best odds of favor, you talk about chalk and MVP is Patrick Mahomes. Uh, and then you look at the Tom Brady. But if you start looking at other skilled players, and I'd bring up that guy you just spoke of at Tyreek Hill, I would like to think there's good value in him even on an MVP, uh, like a, coming off the performance that he did in the AFC Championship, getting good value on possibly winning that Super Bowl MVP. But what are some other ones that might – Look at individuals uh, in regards yeah, I, to those I, MVP. I, I mean, you and James Calvin think, think the same with that. Where <laughs> you look at, at value, uh-huh. I, the MVP, you know, dating back to, uh, I, I mean, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think of an MVP regular season that was not a quarterback, and I, I can't think of any off the top of my head. And then mm-hmm. same thing when it comes to Super Bowl, and especially with the storyline. I mean, you have the greatest of all time going against his pro- predecessor, quote-unquote, to where, you know, he's the only guy that everyone thinks could potentially chase Tom with all these records, and it's such a tall task. So I think that's going to be talked about so much that okay. by the end of the game, whoever plays, whoever wins the game, the quarterback is going to win. That's where I look at it. So, at- yes, know, that's what I was saying, John, because not to cut you off, because to me, oh. to me, Last year, Damian Williams, I felt should have. I mean, don't get me wrong, Patrick Mahomes had a good Super Bowl, 286, two touchdowns, but he also threw two picks. But to me, Damian Williams was the difference. I felt like he should have won Super Bowl, but I feel like Disney's like, give us somebody that we can promote that helps us. And I think they're always going to lean toward the quarterback. That's right. why the MVP vote is scary for me. So it'll be me and you, John, versus James and Cal, because I, 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 I don't think I mean, it should always. It. You know, it's a name brand. Who who is more right marketable than Patrick Mahomes, State Farm Insurance, exactly. and Tom Brady? You know, that's they're not going to give it to happen. Damian Williams. Like even though Damian, I thought deserved the the, the yeah, Super Bowl MVP. He, he he sealed the deal last year. He had he had two crucial plays in the fourth quarter to win that. So that's what I, I just don't see anybody besides the quarterbacks getting that that, that trophy. Okay. If you're if you're thinking, hey, I don't I don't want to bet. Uh, Kansas City to win, but or minus three. But you think that Patrick Mahomes is going to have a good game? The Chiefs are going to win. That's what you should take. I agree. That, that's essentially. Even I, I agree with that. I just the only reason why my mind thinking was that, and I'm not a big, I'm not a big prop future type of guy. I'm not. I just feel that it's when you look at this type of matchup and you look at the how much talent is around on the skill positions on both sides. When you talk about a Tyreek Hill, you talk about a Travis Kelsey, you talk about. Uh, uh, Clyde Ellis Herrera or either Le'Veon Bell's going to play. We won't put him in, but you look at Tampa side, you look at, um, you know, a Goodwin, you look at a Mike Evans, You there's 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 potential out there for somebody just to stand out in one of these matchups that would do. But I agree with you that nine times out of ten. Do you think that Tyreek Hill is going to have that type of game again? I'm not probably. I wouldn't um, put him to say he follow up I, his AFC Championship performance, but at the end of the day, you can scheme and you can cover and you can do what you want to do. 
But usually with Tyreek Hill, if they need to focus on him and if they need to go at him, he's going to get what he wants to get. I mean, he's just that fast and he runs. And I think Tony Romo, I said this Monday, Tony Romo does a good job of pointing out different ways that Andy Reid uses when they need to be. And make no mistake, since these two teams played earlier this year, Andy Reid, and we all know Andy Reid's record coming off the bye, but he's going to have some wrinkles. But to answer your question, do I think Tyreek Hill's going to have the same performance against Buffalo? No. What did he have, 172? I've got more respect for, um, you know, Todd Bowles, the defensive coordinator in Tampa, than that, you know, even though they're a little banged up in the secondary, but that's what I'll think. I, I will I will say this, Kevin, and you bring up a good point. And, and, and Coach McDermott of the Bills even said this in the press conference with um, how how do you cover and, and how do you scheme against the Chiefs? And, and he basically flat out said they're they're just faster than us. So you can scheme as much as you want. I suspect they'll bracket him. I, was, I suspect they're going to do uh, a new number of things to try to at least slow him down off the line. But at the end of the day one of these guys is going to beat you. And that's the interesting, I think, the, the subplot, if you will, of the Super Bowl is, all right, how are we going to make, if we're going to win this game, we've been, we stopped Aaron Rodgers by playing hard press and getting to the quarterback. We beat New Orleans by playing bump and run, getting to the quarterback. Can we do this again against the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, knowing that they've already torched us on bump and run coverage earlier in the regular season. So right. if you think they're, they're not gonna, that that's not going to happen, take the Chiefs, take some Tyreek Hill, take some Patrick Mahomes. But if you think that this defense is flying high, well, then I would probably go on the other side and take some, some, some liability there on Tampa. I think definitely it's going to have to be a situation where Byron Leftwich and, and Tom Brady and Bruce Aarons, they're going to have to have game plans that have be patient, methodical drives. Because even though you might have 2,001-yard receivers on each side, you do not want to get in. You can't beat Kansas City at their game in a shootout. It's just like when Golden State was going through their dynasty, there wasn't a team in the league that could beat them shooting threes and was better than them. And even though Tom's the GOAT and you know he's got Mike Evans and Goodwin, you don't want to get in a track meet and try to outscore. They're going to have to slow the ball down they're gonna have to run the ball and try to eat some clock and make these long methodical drives but that's that's the way that that's kind of the way that i see that um now go ahead go ahead which is another another prop if you think that's the way the game's gonna be played tom brady under 300 yards i don't know that's gonna that's gonna drive up you're gonna see it to get up to 320 probably by the the kickoff i would assume if if the over keeps on climbing so if you think that kansas and Kansas City has not been great stopping the run in between the tackles. True. And Bruce Arians and Byron Leftwich are going to make a change. It's going to be run heavy first and second down, which would equate to under 300 yards. Hmm. So that's Ooh. my last one for you guys. The rest you got to pay for, but those are the <laughs> that, that, that I'm leaning towards. And also, uh, you know, we got we got one game left in the NFL to play, so we're turning the page. We've been having basketball up and running, so – before we get you out of here, what are you kind of noticing on the basketball front? Speaking of the NBA, uh, what teams out there have been machines against the ATS, against the spread for the last week or so, or what some um, whether they're great ATS on the road, home against home, or what are you seeing out there in the NBA? It's been so interesting to to when you look at the trends, the scores, um, stat lines, etc. This is the highest variance I have seen doing basketball in terms of totals uh, since I can remember. And, I mean, I, just flat out, I can't remember a season where they've been, you know, 
one night multiple totals that are under 205 points. And then, you know, the 1030 slate, it's got an over uh, or total set at 237 or 238. And I think that has to do a lot with the injury reports and the COVID Hmm. um, situation, obviously, in the NBA. But it's been the most up and down year in terms of scoring. Um, if you want to bet unders, take the New York Knicks. We've talked about this before. If you want to bet right. overs, take the Kings. They flat out are horrendous on defense. It's the worst defense since 2006, hmm. dating to the first quarter market of the game or of the season. But it, I would wait, especially maybe like a, another half, two weeks until we get to all-star break, okay. all-star break to really start writing trends with ATF teams because okay. you've seen just so much turnover. I mean, Miami Heat have been without basically everyone. They've been playing guys that would be in the G League. Boston has been without players. You've seen just the, you've seen the Nets play without a, a bunch of players. The Grizzlies have played with a, without a bunch of players. It's just been one of those seasons where, and I correct me if I'm wrong, if you guys feel the same or if you disagree on this, but so many star players have, have been sitting out that the buzz around the NBA hasn't been as much. Oh, yes, absolutely right. Absolutely right. Yeah. I mean, I, mean you, you just, I, I watched a, a, a national televised game against the Timberwolves and the Warriors. Steph Curry was by far the most marketable name. But other than that, I mean, D'Angelo Russell wasn't even playing. So it's just hmm. one of those – and it's I know it's hurting the – the league as a whole, but and it's but you have to do it because of COVID, like I said. But it, it's just very interesting to look at the difference in players and and skill level from team to team with all these protocols that are going on. Yeah, and it's and we knew it was going to be challenging with them not wanting agreeing to or trying to play in a bubble again because, like I've said this on the show before, you're dealing with travel. Unlike NFL, you know, you're traveling once a week, and in NBA, you're traveling every other day in different cities. And even regardless if there's no fans or not, there's no bubble. So I was anticipating, uh, you know, more out, yeah, you know, more outbreaks and and cancellations and stuff like that. It's it's been interesting. I mean, and 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 Rudy. I know you keep on talking about this, but the Lakers are primed to repeat. I don't see a way that they don't no. hmm. with everything that's going on. Totally agree. The Nets have – there's no way that – I mean, it may, call me an old head, but there's. I do not see James Harden, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant meshing and playing defense in a 50-game span. And I don't see the Clippers, who I think as a whole, the roster probably got a little bit worse. And then the Nuggets aren't going to do what the Nuggets did. It, it just sets up perfectly for a Lakers repeat. So I've been preaching this to our members forever. If, if you like the Lakers, jump on them again. I mean, get them as many times as you can because there's uh, there, there's a path that uh, for them to, to win this thing, and it, it's pretty clear right now. All right, then, John, man, I appreciate, appreciate you, you checking in with us this week again. All right, guys, you enjoy the weekend. Thank right, you, John. All right. Sharp side uh, sports. Yeah, I I, I got to see the moves at the trade deadline for that. I think, of course, it's the Lakers to kind of you know. I just uh, I hate the Nets defense. But, but let me they, tell you and if they don't make a move, they need their defense is horrible. Let me tell you, there's a team that I'm gonna start putting my eye on real quick, and I mean it starts tonight. But let me tell you, okay. that team, the, the Utah Jazz. I'm waiting for them. What? When did you say something about Utah? You claim every you claim no you. Whatever. Let's Utah go to break. Utah Jazz, man. Let's go Bench to break. Bench scoring, defense. Jordan wise. Clarkson, bring that six-man home to the 2-1-0, baby. <laughs> Listen to the sports crowd. We'll be back.
thinking of me just like I know you should. I cannot give you everything you All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here from the Rounders Card Club Studios. And this next segment is going to be presented by the Thompson Law Firm. They're here for you. If you're injured in a motor vehicle accident by an 18-wheeler or a commercial truck, you need a lawyer with 20-plus years' experience. That is the Thompson Law Firm. Call Jason personally himself. At his number is 210-900-0400. Again, that's 900-0400. Or you can go to their website at lawyerforyou.com. That is the Thompson Law Firm, official sponsor of the Sports Crime. All right, before we dive more into, yeah, that Utah team, I'm going to see, well, again, this is interesting back-to-back because -back they really throttled uh, the Mavericks the other night. They've got them again tonight. I really like this back-to-back -back situation that the league's doing because of the COVID. It gives you – a playoff type of mini series feel, but um, you know, uh, the they're getting some, they're 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 playing good ball right now. They're kind of deep, and Gerbel is Rudy's really trying to change his reputation. He's out balling too, and as you mentioned, going to the break, uh, Jordan Clarkson leading in the clubhouse right now, at sixth man of the year. But before we look at the Spurs, let's go to the phones here real quick. Let's go to Jim. Jim, you on the sports grind here on Ticket Seven Sixty? What's up, Jim? Hey, how's it going, guys? All right. Hey, I just want to make uh, want to ask a question. So I heard a I, I heard a great take yesterday on the four letter network by a guy named Calvin in San Antonio, and uh, the take was that as far as talking about either I don't know if it was the, for the majority of you know who's responsible, but at least a large portion of the responsibility for the Buck success being Bruce Arians, which I agree with. I just want, I want to look at the other side of the of the, the point. Know. You know, Bruce, Bruce was willing to give up a certain level, right, of power to let Tom do some things mid-season, right, which led, which please led to the success of the team. What, what do you speculate would have been? What would we be talking about today had that not happened? Had there been a power struggle, the failure of the team, the failure of Tom Brady, just the whole thing was messed up. And I'll hang up here, but uh, thank you guys for the show as usual. Thanks, Jim. Um, my question to that would be that I think that Bruce made that decision, um, <clears throat> excuse me, in recruiting him. I mean, when he, they got him and they was sat down, he sat down with Tom's people, whatever, figured out this was going to work. And keep in mind, this all went through a unconventional year in regards with COVID and all that. So I, I just think Bruce made that decision that he knew that he was going to have to Hey, Jen, we need to sell our home. Do you know a great agent? I do. We just sold with a local Redfin agent. It was awesome. And we paid a 1% listing fee because we bought our new home with Redfin, too. Wow, 1%. Are Redfin agents full service? Totally. Our Redfin agent did it all, and we sold for thousands more than the home next door. I'll check out Redfin today. 1% listing fee when purchasing with Redfin subject to minimums, terms, and conditions. Does not include buyer's agent commission. Learn more at redfin.com or call 844-759-7732 concede a little bit and they were gonna have to meet in the middle with this type of offense because <clears throat> i do but i think i think he was being stubborn early on and they kind of hit a they didn't hit a wall but they kind of plateaued and i think he kind of was like okay you know i've been tough enough on him i've called him out in the media i gotta loosen up my reins a little bit and give tom a little bit of control i don't think they started out that way i think i think, I think so. he started out the season kind of being like i gotta show the team that this isn't Tom's team, that I'm still in charge. And and there wasn't a um, – and it wasn't to be a, an ass. It was just to so the rest of the team can know, like, hey, yes, Tom is here, but this is still my team. And then as the season went along, he kind of 
loosened up a bit. That's just what I saw because toward the end of the year, they really exploded offensively. And and he even said himself, like, hey, I just like sitting back watching him coach sometimes. Yeah. I, the, the only thing that I didn't like, if anything I've heard out of Bruce, was just the comments about, you know, like they didn't allow him to do that in New England. See, when you make those comments, you got to go win. They didn't, though. You, you, but you got to go win this game then. Why? Because you can't. I mean, because, again, You're playing that's one a of diminished, the greatest teams ever look, assembled. That's a diminished of Bill Belichick having any part to do it. Say, well, we didn't let him coach. Well, he's – I'm sorry. Right. I gotta, I've talked to Bruce Aarons on this show on the sports grind for years, and I got a lot of respect for him, but he's not Bill Belichick. He's not. So I, that's the only thing I didn't like. But I think when you do that, you got to go win and make sure you win the whole thing because it comes back to like, well, maybe you had more coaching or you can't make total blunders in that. Um, but, you know, they're here now. Um, you know, they're, they're representing yeah. the NFC. Um, I think they're probably going to even be better next year already uh, because they're just going to have more time uh, with Tom and the receivers um, <clears throat> probably maybe make some acquisitions in the offseason here and there. But I think they're even going to be a better team speaking of Tampa than they are this year. So, yeah. um, you know, we'll see how it plays out. Seven three six nine seven sixty. But speaking of our NBA, speaking of our Spurs, so they're in action tonight yeah, against the gonna, Nuggets, who's been playing lights to, out. They got to play some defense. Nuggets scoring about 117 points a game. So, that's what they've laid their hat on this year, moving the ball, getting everyone involved. Nobody, this is one of those team effort type teams. They're not going to have a guy that averages 30 and then a bunch of guys at 10, 12 points. So they've moved the ball around. When they've won, when they've been successful this year, they've had about five to seven guys in double figures and they played well defensively. They really don't have an answer for Jokic. I want to see how Lonnie, Keldon, DeMar, I want to see how they – I want to see how they respond to your guy Flurry from Murray. I want to see how who steps up and takes that challenge. I'm sure there'll be a few. I'm sure it'll be all three of them at some point. But I want to see those guys step up, especially Keldon. I mean, they're both Kentucky boys. They, don't, they didn't play together there. They were both one and duns. But especially Keldon. I mean, that's Kentucky family. So I want to see how they do. Jokic is just a different type of player. He's a to me, he's an all NBA type guy, first team or second, whichever one to put him. Anthony Davis kind of keeps people out of and that out of spot. And but he, he showed can, up ready to go this season. Yeah, he and can pass shoot. the ball, he can shoot the ball, he can dribble. He's really a five tool basketball player. So tonight, to me, if the Spurs are gonna come out with a win, they're gonna have to keep they have to keep Denver in between hundred to hundred and ten points. If they get Denver gets up to 117, 118 points, Spurs is not a team equipped to score like that on a nightly basis. So tonight they're gonna have to lock up, put the hard hats on, and lock up if they're gonna if they're gonna beat these Nuggets because the Nuggets are rolling. The they started line, slow. The, the bottom line, the effort from the nucleus that was still there from getting losing to this team in the first round a couple yes. years ago. Yes, I think that should always stick in their mind every time they see this Absolutely. Denver team um, as they get ready to play them. Listen to the sports crime. We'll be back. better for me to let it go now and hold on and hurt you. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. And this next segment, let's see who's up here. 
is going to be sponsored by Stephen Reese Integrity Insurance Agency. Keep in mind, Stephen Reese, he represents over 30 different carriers for home and auto insurance. He's a virtual insurance broker. Uh, he can help you save money and find the right company and plan that fits your needs. Give him a call. His number is 210-641-4000. Again, that's 210-641-4000. That is Stephen Reese Integrity Advisors Agency, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. Um, yeah, so we'll see what the Spurs do tonight, see if they can uh, get it going. Kevin Durant will be out tonight for Brooklyn. Uh, you know, he'll be out. Um, you know, that Cavs team's not too bad, man. They're bullies. That's I mean, what I like. You know what I like about them? They're old school. They're big. And they're bullies. They, they just, got the they just tonight. Yeah, they just bully you. In the, that, that, take the under on that. Um, they just bully people in the paint, man. Drummond, McGee, they're just big, man. That's why they didn't beat the Nets because it was like the Nets just didn't show up. They beat the Nets because they come to play, and people are starting to learn that Colin Sexton can play. It's just we don't, we never get to see him. But he been nice since Alabama. Mm-hmm. There's a reason he was a five a five star player, and the reason he went so high in the draft. But I like that Cavs team as well. But I know you were telling me that there's rumors that Drummond may be on the move. I don't think mm-hmm. that would be a good idea. But I'll do what you got to do. See, that's why I would I would say he's leading yes, the league in rebounding. It, by the way, the the Lakers are it's theirs to lose. But if you look at uh, you know if you look at Drummond maybe being able to land with that Brooklyn team, or you know per se, if you look at Bradley Beal maybe finding his way to the Clippers. Because if I'm the Clippers, I'm trying to get him. Um, uh, Bradley Bill, and and I and I really think the Clippers it, around trade deadline they've got to find a natural point guard somehow. They got to find it. I think that's really the struggles of the Clippers, and probably could be their downfall if they don't really find a true point guard. You know what? I'm high on the Clippers this year. I think last year was the best thing to happen to them. They think they got some humble pie, and they know that they can't just Kawhi can't just play one on one. Paul can't just play one on one. They've got to play on a rope and. I think they were embarrassed last year. I know Paul George is embarrassed for sure. So I'm high on this Clippers team this year. I'm still going to say I'm still going to stick to my Lakers going back to back. But the Clippers are going to definitely have something to say about it. I like what I'm seeing from them thus far. Seven three six nine seven sixty. Excuse me. What else do we have on the docket today? To get to before we get out of here. Um, and speaking of the Spurs, they'll finish up. They got Memphis tomorrow as well, too. So they'll take on Memphis tomorrow. Um, and speaking of college, uh, former NFL Albert Haynesworth, what's going on with that? He's pissed off that they didn't even give T. Martin a look. T. Martin's been on that staff for a while. T. Martin let uh, T. Martin let a couple of close people he know he knows know that he was upset that they didn't really give him a real look at it. And um, so Albert Hainsworth says to him and a few other guys, they ain't going to games, they ain't supporting. Albert Hainsworth went to Tennessee as well, so he's, they're letting he wants a full out boycott due to the fact that they haven't given because they haven't given T. Martin a uh, a fair shot. I they they just who did they hire? I forgot that he was even over there. Who? Oh yeah, they hired Josh Heupel, who went to Oklahoma, former Oklahoma quarterback. But yeah, they they hired him. They so and T. Martin, he's he's one. He's a wide receivers coach, right? No, yes, T. Martin, wide receiver coach and a former quarterback. 
and won a national title. I know everybody you've loves. Been respect, you've been saying yeah. like, I don't even respect him in Tennessee. Yeah, I mean, well, Peyton Manning's the god over there, but T. Martin is the one that brought the the hardware home. It was Peerless Price that tweeted, just got off the phone with my quarterback, T. Martin, and to say my guy is hurting is an understatement. My brother, if my vision was ever clouded, I have clear sight on everything you've sacrificed for our university. Damn the pain in my brother's voice I've never heard before. Man, that's going to be a tough gig for a brother to get in Tennessee. <laughs> they don't want to remix on the Rocky Mountain Top song. On the thing, maybe. I forgot he was down there, to be honest with you. Um, speaking of Tennessee, I know you brought it up the other day, the SEC schedule coming out. Lane Kiffin makes a return back to Tennessee with Ole Miss. Oh, Don't yeah. have extra security then, depending on what fans or how much a crowd's there for him. Um, but, yeah, also um, switch your gears a little bit back to the NFL. Uh, reports are that supposedly – Speaking of the Cowboys and this whole crazy free agency that they could be kicking around, the tires are still interested in signing Richard Sherman. Really? This offseason, yeah. Because Richard, I think, is a free agent. You would get him as cheap. Um, definitely all the focus and the attention needs to be on the defensive side of the ball with the Dallas Cowboys. Speaking of with that team, it needs to start defense. You still like it. Richard's game? I mean, I think for the price you get him, I mean, of course, Richard isn't Richard of, of Legion of Boom. He's had a surgery Achilles deal, but he's he's looked pretty decent in San Francisco. I think he got banged up a little bit this year, if I'm not mistaken. But for the cheat-wise, I would say yes. That's why I think everything about this offseason with the Cowboys, besides hopefully getting Dak locked up, or trading him to Detroit for Matthew Stafford um, would be defense, even starting with that number 10 pick overall uh, that they got. It's got to be defense. The only thing that I'll allow Dallas without getting killed in, in the draft would be maybe a tackle or offensive line, but you got to go defense. I think it has to be defense. So you can you can address the line uh, in the mid-round, second round on, but that's, that's kind of what I'm thinking, uh, my line of thinking on that. Seven three six nine seven sixty. So, what actually did Andy Reid say on behalf of Eric B? What did exactly did he say? Um, make sure I don't want to misquote my guy. Well, your guy, you love some Andy Reid. You feel like he's just stringing Eric B. Enemy along. He said, "I'm glad I have him for at least another season, but I'm not so glad I have him." Uh, I was really hoping he would have an opportunity to take one of these jobs. You guys know what I think of him. I think he's great. I think he would be great for any number of teams that opened up and helped them win football games and also develop men into men. I just think he's a great person. I'm going to go on the record right now and tell you this Eric B. and Rakim situation, it's going to turn into the Josh McDaniels and Patriots situation. I think Eric's going to be the guy in waiting for Kansas City. Really? That's what I've been, I've been, you know, teetering that in my mind. But now that you tell me that Andy Reid makes comments after the fact, where we already <laughs> knew like two weeks ago that it was looking like he wasn't going to get a job like again. He did like six interviews. Um, I, I think it, and if you look at Eric, he does look a guy like, Eric looks like maybe a guy that's frustrated, but he doesn't look like a guy that's disappointed. It's, you well, know? I think he likes his job. It's, yeah. it's, it's comfortable, but I know he wants to be a head coach. But to me, it's clear. You go on six interviews and you've been with this team now for this sometime. A lot of people think like you do. They're like, man, what, what, so what do you do over there? So what do you do? Just tell Because Andy man. didn't even, like, I'm like, damn, Andy, you couldn't even say, like, yo, he helps me so much in and, the game and, plan. And, and, Andy didn't throw none of that in there. And let me clarify that, because when you say that and the way I sound, it makes it seem like I think the guy just couldn't be a head coach. And I'm not saying that. My whole bringing up about, like, is who's calling the plays and not is, like, 
the push and the like, how in the hell does this guy not have a job yet being next to Patrick Mahomes for three years now? That's where it comes. Not the fact that Eric can't go on and coach and be a successful coach. I'm just thinking about that has to have something to do with it. And Andy, I feel like, and I don't know. I can't remember that time, but I don't know how much Andy spoke out about Nagy. I don't know how much he spoke out about uh, Doug Peterson. But I just think now, and I think now he can't be silent going forward because this year really blew over. Last year it was kind of rumbling like, hey, man, Eric B. interviewed for three jobs, didn't get a job. Now it was anticipated this has to be the year Eric gets a job. Now you had six higher openings. Only one African-American hire was the last hire, um, you know, and not have Eric B. Now it's going to be a big yell going forward. Now he Andy's not going to have any choice to be uh, quiet, but I do feel that it could be. And not saying that, you know, that he wouldn't take a job next year if he goes through the same thing. But he, this smells like the Josh McDaniel situation, New England going on. That he's got to be in line. Because again, I understand you saying that. Hey, Andy's going to ride this Patrick thing. Andy, Andy ain't quitting no time soon. Let me tell you something. Andy, I don't is, care if Andy's he's huge. not a spring chicken. I don't care. His health not in the greatest. And not only that, Bill keep Belichick in mind, ain't either. But keep in mind, Andy Reid also lost his son. He, he's that was in offense. Philly, though, Cal. I, but I understand, but it's part of that grind. It comes to the point where, like, yo, man, am I going to enjoy my family? Is I don't know what it feels like to be here 12 months out of the year or take these family. You might have, like, a month or two when you're a head coach to really all in on the family. So I'm not pushing him out the door, but would it shock me after this Super Bowl or maybe another one? Or it's sometimes Andy's like, hey, I had enough. He's with, been at it a long time. With Patrick Mahomes at quarterback, Andy has an opportunity to get to five. He can get to four or five with Patrick Mahomes. And to close that gap on the Tom Landry's, on the Chuck Knowles, on the Bill Belichick's, that matters to these guys, whether they admit it or not. All right. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. Back here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. In this last segment of the day and the week, is going to be presented by Texas Chair Liquor. It has three locations over the far west side of San Antonio Bear County. Texas Chair Liquor is conveniently located at 604 in Petrenko at 211. And their newest location is now open at 90 Montgomery Road outside Lucky Ranch. If you like them on Facebook, you'll stay up to date on their specials and tastings. That is Texas Chair Liquor, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And number Grind. four is on the way. Sign still delivered. The pandemic's been good to the liquor industry. Yeah. They're grabbing that bag, to say the least, man. We went in the wrong business, Cal. Maybe we should have opened up a couple liquor stores on Walsham. Um, it's not, you know, it's it's not as easy as what people no, think to ain't. run liquor stores. No, it's, it's just not. That or bars, you know. It's kind oh, of stressful. definitely not bars. Yeah. Bars is a tough industry to run, yeah. especially nowadays. Hmm. Well, a um, couple other things before we wrap it up. Um you know what y'all talked about that GameStop situation went and looked a little bit more What'd into you think? it. I mean, it's just one of, to me it's it, it's been going on. I mean, hedge funds do the same thing. I just think it's one of those that I know it brought a lot of attention in the news yesterday. Y'all were the first ones that really brought it to my attention. I wasn't paying to that stuff, but I'll tell you one thing. Uh Nancy Pelosi's going to have uh a couple of hedge fund people and and Wall Street people on Congress here pretty soon because of it. 
I mean, she's she she's been all out against those guys, and she thinks everything about stock trading and all that is fishy. But uh, definitely dirty pool. But I would have got off that. I mean, GameStop. I mean, I hope you. I hope whoever got into it, they started selling it already, because eventually it's going to go back down to to really nothing. That was just one of those that I think yeah, they I just kind of. I don't know enough about the stock market game. Now. I don't but know that's how it a works. Hell of I a just... deal to squeeze a billion dollar hedge fund company to make them say uncle. And calls the, totally the hedge hell. fund do is like you people getting your government checks. It's an attack on wealthy people. It's a bunch <laughs> of BS. I was like, I was just looking at my mouth dropped. I was like, did he say y'all getting government checks? Like, damn. Well, you know, it reminds me of that Dave Chappelle. Skit. Like, there's a lot. The hello, there's a lot of people out of work. They're trying to make some money. What's your skit? Dave Chappelle shit. That Dave Chappelle skit. When they says uh, about reparations, oh and yeah, they run around and they got the news reporter like, saying, uh, uh, "There's been a." There's, I bought hey, this baby straight yeah. cash. He goes, "Hey, there's been a spike. Hey, hold on, we there's been a spike in Cadillac sales. The Cadillac stock has gone off <laughs> That's the not roof." Fun. <laughs> that skit was hilarious, man. Uh, yeah, that kind of reminded me of that. But no, man, they're gonna, you know. Go after those guys, though. Leave my guys like Bezos alone, though. I still wait for him to call him up. You get too big. Dude, dude Amazon, I think Amazon's like three thirty-two hundred a share. Forget about it, man. You didn't get that on early. Do you Do you realize, like, just when you talk, think about, and like around our junior year, probably about sophomore year in high school, let's think at that time if you got on Microsoft. Yeah, and the night right in the nineties, early nineties. Like, do you understand? Like, filthy. You, you multi million. There's people that did it. I'm talking about multi multi millionaires. Yeah, you'd be now. filthy. Um, you know, even even on the comeback of when Apple, when they went down in the dumps, and then they yeah, they got a B12. Uh, you know, after uh, the legendary late Steve Jobs got a hold of it, right. you you got good on the come up, coming back that way. Um. Other than that, so the Spurs, what's their record uh, over the weekend when we come back in here? With probably Denver one, and, probably one and one, probably one and one. Denver's gonna be a tough game for them. That Denver team is seasoned; they've been through it all. They're seasoned, so it's gonna be a tough one tonight. But if they, like I said, they can keep them to hundred, hundred and five, they got a shot. They, Denver gets up over hundred ten, Spurs in trouble. But That's Memphis, I think they can get moment. Memphis. But Memphis may want some get back for. You know, is it all hands on deck? Lamarcus, Lamar. Only them? people that are out are Derek White and Luca. Sominic, Sominic is on yeah, G League. Okay. Sominic's on G League assignment. Hmm. All right, man. That's a wrap. Special thanks to producers of the show, Rudy J, yes, myself, Calvin Sands, been the one and two. San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio. People up at Tyler. People in the Shot City. People down the whole three hundred five South Florida region. When that alarm goes off Monday morning, for you the snooze button and for you out the rack. Just ask yourself. You grind in peace. See y'all next week. At Zenni, we believe everyone deserves access to high-quality, affordable eyewear. That's why we offer stylish prescription glasses for men, women, and kids starting at just $6.95. Our online factory direct model cuts out the metalmen, so you save. At Zenni, you get the same quality frame and lens options that you'd get from an optician for one-tenth of the price, including blue blockers, progressives, prescription sunglasses, and more. The best part? 
Try on any frame, anywhere with our 3D virtual try-on. Zenni.com. Eyewear for everyone.